Hi, this is Sensei James Leonelli from Sensei's Weekly Mindset, and I'm here to talk to you about BetOnline.net. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there, from football to basketball, soccer, and esports. Don't forget my personal favorite, MMA. We've got it all on BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, we can help you find those on BetOnline as well. We're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fix. And don't forget Bet Online for NHL, boxing, golf, and like I said, my personal favorite, the sport of MMA. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet Online, where the game starts. Thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. Life isn't always easy, and you don't have to face it alone. BetterHelp is the world's largest therapy service, and it's 100% online. With BetterHelp, you have access to a network of over 25,000 licensed and experienced therapists who can help you with a wide range of needs. To get started, you simply answer a few questions about your needs and preferences in therapy. That way, BetterHelp can match you with the right therapist from their network. Then you talk to your therapist however you feel comfortable, whether it's via text, chat, phone, or video call. You can message your therapist at any time and schedule live sessions when it's most convenient for you. The best part is, if your therapist isn't the right fit for any reason, you can switch to a new therapist at no additional charge. With BetterHelp, you get the same professionalism and quality you expect from in-office therapy, but with a therapist who is custom-picked for you, more scheduling flexibility, and at a more affordable price, all from the comfort at home. To start your journey and to get 10% off of your first month, go to betterhelp.com slash sensei. That's better, H-E-L-P dot com slash sensei. BetterHelp, you deserve to be happy. Hi guys, Sensei James Leonelli here to talk to you about another one of our sponsors, LMNT, an electrolyte drink mix. Each one of these little packets gives you exactly what you need to keep you as hydrated as all us athletes like to be. If you're like me, you work out a lot, and when you work out a lot, you also sweat a lot. Now, when we sweat, we don't lose just water, of course. We also sweat out salt. We sweat out electrolytes. So each one of these packets contains 1,000 milligrams of sodium, 200 milligrams of potassium, and 60 milligrams of magnesium, giving you everything that you need in order to maintain optimal hydration and nothing that you don't. So to go online, place an order for your sample pack, and to get yourself a bonus free sample pack, you're going to go to this website right here, elementallabs.refr.cc slash James Leonelli. You're going to see this down in the video below, but I'll say it one more time for you, elementallabs.refr.cc slash James Leonelli. Again, it's a tasty electrolyte drink mix with everything you need and nothing that you don't. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Sensei's Weekly Mindset. I'm Sensei James Leonelli, owner and head instructor of Tiger Shulman's here in Smithtown. Once again, I am back in my home recording space, ready to give you guys this week's food for thought, uh, a little bit more mindset information, as well as review our uh, most recent flex fights from this past weekend. 
So let, let's let's start there, shall we? Uh, of course, you see, I'm wearing my Tiger School apparel from this year. Yes, I have a bunch of them. <laughs> I gotta get check out everything Tiger, including all their newest collections at tigear.com. T-I-G-E-A-R.com. Yes, I'm I'm joined by my furry co-host, late as always, is over there snoring. So if you hear big, loud snoring or huffing, it's him. He wanted to come down and help you guys get a uh, mindset information as well. But nonetheless, here we are. Right, so let's start by talking about Flex Fight. So Flex Fights 31 upon us this past Friday. Uh, fashion and Fist Fights was the, the premise uh, this time. And it was a great show. Really, honestly, once we got to Fight Night, very, very few hiccups. Always, and this is just par for the course, it seems to be in putting on fight cards, but it just seems to be along the path to getting to any fight card, there will always be hiccups. And there most certainly were uh, hiccups in uh, the in this fight card. Uh, we were supposed to have two pro MMA fights. As a matter of fact, the poster for the event had uh, the the um, image of the four fighters who were supposed to be part of the Fashion and Fist Fights main event, if you will. Um, when I started my outline, I believe we had 27 fights, something to, to that ilk. Uh, and then by the time we got to fight night, uh, I believe we were down to 18. Sounds about right. Um, I think we had 19 when I completed my my, uh, my outline. And then fight night was even less. But nonetheless, um, we were back at the Amazora in Queens, uh, which is its own adventure to get to. Um, because of some other things that were going on, I had my own challenges in getting there. Uh, you know, I had to make a stop at LaGuardia Airport and drop some people off first because I was bringing people to the airport and bringing people back. Uh, I had to bring my Ram 1500 instead of my smaller car. So you can imagine parking in Queens with a big Ram 1500 is not exactly the easiest thing. So the uh, the nearest parking garage was about a uh, three quarters of a mile away uh, as the crow flies, but not quite that same way in terms of walking. So um, because of my delays due to LaGuardia and everything else, and then get in there, I had to change into my suit in the car. And then um, from there, walked briskly <laughs> 0.7 miles to get to the, to get to the show and um, got there expecting us like ready to go live at any moment. Like I was sweating and ready to go. Basically, I threw my stuff on the floor, set up my tablet, and I was like, all right, let's do this. And then, as it was, because we um, had some delays and we lost some other fights, we wound up pushing first fight back from five to six, um, which was uh, a bit, caused a bit of a delay. It gave me some breathing room, which was nice. I got to go and, you know, see some people and do some things and all of that. Uh, I got to see uh, Natty Combat Apparel was there. Got to get my Flex Fights sweatshirt that I, I absolutely needed before that night was out. Uh, and then we kicked off the fight card on commentary. Uh, we have my say, myself and uh, Blake Bulletproof Troop, uh, who is a former pro mixed martial arts fighter, uh, a commentator, and currently a pro wrestler as well. He wrestles it for uh, NWA, one of the oldest and biggest promotions of wrestling in uh, in the U.S. And Blake, as you could imagine, a pro wrestler, he's a, he's a bit larger than life, both uh, physically and personality-wise. He's a big personality. Again, that just kind of makes sense when you hear pro wrestler. But very nice human being, very kind, and um, you know, very good at, at what we do. He and I commented on the show back in Florida together. So we were able to have our dynamic already. We threw to each other and played off each other really well, I, I believe. And uh, we had Ian Binky back. 
uh, Ian more of a play-by-play -play guy, um, but he was very excited to be there and get his reps in on the mic. Um, Ian did some post-fight interviews, Blake did some others. It was just, you know, a, a very good overall night with the commentary booth, and the fights were great. Um, we had some great finishes, we had some great submissions. Um, one particular uh, armbar stands out in one of our, po our post-liminary fights. You know, a guy gets popped in the nose early, and he's, he's bleeding pretty good. Uh, and he takes his opponent down. His opponent goes for a Kimura, uh, but doesn't have the leg position to really secure it, and steps right over the head, and he takes the armbar in a thing of beauty. It was really, really nice. Um, we had some great stoppages and kickboxing fights. We had a couple of awesome kickboxing wars for titles. There were eight titles given out on fight night between actual like ISKA or Flex Fights titles. And then uh, the, the event was sponsored by Super Rare, which is a, a fight shop. And uh, they also gave out a significant amount of uh, like sponsored titles. So they're the Super Rare titles. Um, so they'll kind of like one-off. Think of like the UFC's BMF title, uh, and it was cool. Cool because uh, most of the of the of the main card, excuse me, uh, had titles for the fight. So pretty cool. Um, and again, just some, some real talented fighters over, overall. Uh, we had a couple of great knockouts, like I said here and there. Uh, one in particular, you know, a scramble guy gets in the one guy's guard, throws a little bit of ground and pound. Guy gets control of him. Uh, gentleman frames out and just boom drops a right hand on his chin and put his opponent into the shadow realm and it was it was a thing of beauty we watched the highlight many many times uh we had a heavyweight title fight um i believe i believe that was a flex fights title and uh the fight was over two guys coming in three and oh and the fight was over in about 10 seconds one straight right hand was all she wrote and you know guys that big you make contact with a solid clean punch fight's over and it certainly was. You know, the, the guy who got hit did attempt to, to, to protest that um, the stoppage was early, but as he was trying to get back to his feet to make the protest, his legs weren't there with him. So hopefully he watches him back and sees that he wasn't quite there. But nonetheless, uh, put out a great night of fights um, with, with a great group of people, as per usual. And again, wasn't without his challenges because, again, we lost both of our pro MMA fights Um we had an injury, I know that for sure, which canceled one fight, and then New York State isn't the most keen about coming out for just one pro fight, so we wound up losing the other. Um, hopefully, we can get both of those fights back very soon. We do have another card coming up in February, uh, February 24th, sounds familiar to me. Uh, I know it's later February, um, that does sound like the right date. Um, I got a bunch of stuff going on in February, so hard for me to keep all the dates straight, but nonetheless, uh, February the 24th, I believe, is the date. If, that, if that's a Friday or Saturday, it should be right. I know we have pro MMA uh, on that card. I know we have some pro kickboxing on that card. Two guys, uh, long-term veterans of the Flex Cage, making their pro debuts. I'll talk more about that as we get there. But again, the theme of that seemed to be like overcoming challenge to make something beautiful happen. And uh, I kept kind of thinking about the old adage, and life has been giving me a lot of this recently. So uh, I... I've really been thinking a lot about the adage um, that if it doesn't challenge you, it doesn't change you. You know, people, people say things like, oh, you know, God only gives his toughest challenges to his strongest soldiers uh, and stuff like that. Basically letting you know that if you're going through something tough, uh, there's a rhyme or reason for it. And, you know, if nothing else, there's growth behind it. And that's one thing I, I try to remind myself when life challenges us is that, you know, growth is on the other side of this challenge. And that's the thing, that's the part of it I try to embrace. So 
you know, flex fight, this flex fights card. Again, I think it was a proof that, you know, challenge changed us and it made, it made things for the better because I, I think that the fights were great. Um, I think that the night came out spectacular. Check it, check out the replay on throwdownsports.com. Uh, we're also on FUBU Sports and, um, oh, Pluto TV. I couldn't remember it. I'm like, I have that for my fire stick. I couldn't remember. But uh, Pluto TV, you can catch the replays there as well. But nonetheless, I digress. Uh, let's get ourselves thinking into this week's mindset, which I'm going to piggyback right off of. And that is the idea of challenges. So I was sent by a few people this video clip, um, and it was on uh, a podcast, and it featured Dr. Andrew Huberman and David Goggins. I've talked about David Goggins many a times, so hopefully you guys are familiar with David Goggins uh, and uh, you know the, the exact the absolute master of motivation that he is, because he certainly is a master of motivation. So David Goggins on one end of the table on one microphone, and David Goggins notorious for his will, for his ability to push himself to do things that he doesn't really want to do. That, you know, he's talked about how, you know, sometimes it's time to run and he'll stand there, he'll sit there staring at his shoes for 20 minutes before he gets up and gets running because it's got to get done. And on the other side of the table is Dr. Andrew Huber Huberman. And we haven't really talked about Andrew Huberman before. So I'll, I'll give you a little bit of his bio off his website because that way I can qualify exactly who this man is and why he's an expert. So Dr. Andrew Huberman, PhD, is a neuroscientist and tenured professor in the Department of Neurobiology and by courtesy Psychiatry and Behavioral Sciences at Stanford School of Medicine. He's made numerous significant contributions to the field of brain development, brain function and neuroplasticity, which is the ability of our nervous system to rewire and learn new behaviors, skills, and cognitive function functioning. Huberman is a McKnight Foundation and Pew Foundation Fellow and was awarded the Kogan Award in 2017, given to the scientist making the most significant discoveries in the study of vision. His lab's most recent focus is on the influence of vision, of, excuse me, of, of vision and respiration on brain states such as fear and high attention focus and developing rapid and effective tools for mitigating stress, improving sleep, and other physiological metrics. Work from the Huberman Lab at Laboratory at Stanford School of Medicine has been published in top journals including Nature, Science, and Cell, and has been featured in Time, BBC, Scientific America, Discover, and other top media outlets. In 2021, uh, he launched the Huberman Lab podcast. The podcast is frequently ranked in top 10 of all podcasts globally and often ranked number one in categories of science, education, and health and fitness. Alongside hosting the podcast, Andrew Huberman is the co-founder of SciComm Media and actively invests in and advises a handful of businesses. So there's his background, but a guy who knows a thing or two about the human brain is basically what I wanted to qualify him to be. Uh, and in the clip, he talks about a specific part of the human brain, and I have it pulled up here because I want to make sure I'm saying it correctly, and I'll make sure that, that I um, talk about it correctly. So he's talking about how when a person does something, and the key part is something they don't want to do, they grow a part of their brain called the anterior cingulate cortex. I'll repeat it again, anterior cingulate cortex. And what more and more research is, is finding, according to Dr. Huberman, is that this seems to be the, ho the home of will, of tenacity, of the ability to do the things that you don't want to do. Because what they find is this part of the brain is smaller in people who are obese or people who uh, live lives without much challenge. But 
every time a person sees themselves as challenged or they overcome something difficult, or more, more accurately, they do something that they don't want to do. And some examples that Dr. Huberman gave were adding three hours a week to their exercise routine, where you know, someone who's trying to diet and they make a choice to not eat what they want to eat or to eat something they don't want to eat. Um, this part of the brain grows. And they find that this part of the brain is very large in individuals who live a very long time. And they're almost connecting it, almost correlating it. And again, causation, not correlation. Uh, correlation is not causation, I should say. But they're correlating it almost with the ho it housing the will to live. Um, but again, the key thing that grows it is seeing yourself as challenged and overcoming that challenge. Um, and I think that's a, I think that's amazing. <laughs> I think it's so impressive. And um, I think what it does is it gives validity to something that we've said for years and we've always known, right? We've always, people have said the, the expression for years, if it doesn't challenge you, it doesn't change you. Well, there's straight up proof that if it challenges you, it changes you. It makes you better. It makes you better at exactly what you're doing, right? It makes you better at, at dealing with challenge. Right, because that part of your brain, brain goes stronger. One of the other interesting things that Dr. Huberman discussed was that the, this part of your brain doesn't go back. It doesn't shrink. Right? Often we think about muscle. Right? If you use a muscle a lot, right, your muscle grows. But if you use that muscle, if you don't use that muscle, it deteriorates. Think about like a kid who breaks their arm. Right? If they have a broken arm and an arm's in a cast for a good long time, now they take that arm out of the cast, and generally that arm is going to be skinnier than that arm because this arm spent some time in a cast without the muscle firing at all. Similar principle, but different, but opposite. In that, with this part of the brain, when you challenge yourself voluntarily, when you choose to do things that you don't want to do, you're growing this part of your brain and it stays even as even as uh, you age you don't have to continue it's not like you continue to challenge yourself and um magically it, it continues to be at the size that it is it's like the growth just comes and it stays there um which again i think this is this is a very interesting piece of science um i'm pretty impressed by this whole thing i've been i've been watched the clip about a hundred times and i've definitely been spending some time looking into it and it's more time you know hearing to these type of things from dr huberman but it goes back to the idea that of how important challenge is and i think it's so important for us to talk about it now because we talked just a couple of weeks ago about goal setting about how important it was to have goals that were challenging you and hopefully you weren't choosing goals that were just pleasant things like, oh, it's so exciting. You know, like, oh, man, I can't. I, I'm, my goal is I want to go to Disney three times this year. OK, that's going to be great. Awesome. Right? Uh, like that. That's not really a challenge. Hopefully your goals are something that challenges you to make you better. So with that idea, right? you're already doing things that are uncomfortable that maybe you didn't want to do that are a challenge that in the moment you're seeing yourself as challenged while you're working on it. And that's a great thing. That's a great piece of psychology, the way that works out, right? 
I've always knew, known about the psychological benefits because I've seen it, I've lived it, and I've watched it over and over and over again in my students. Right? And we know this from people who are in the military. Right? You see someone who was in the military who did very challenging things, who did lots of difficult things all the time, right? who was prepared mentally for the hardest of places. You know that that person, they're going to be able to ride out more challenges than the average person. Of course they are. Why wouldn't they be? And then, by the same token, that you see someone who doesn't challenge themselves, who hasn't done something difficult, and how as soon as life hands in the smallest amount of discomfort, they fold. Right? We know the value psychologically of doing challenging things. It's why I do things all the time that are hard. I do it because I believe in it for myself. I do it because I urge my students to do the same thing. I don't do th I don't do things just for me. Right? I do things because I believe in them and because I believe if I lead by example and I do these things and then I preach to them, I preach to other people to do the same, well then those other people are going to do the same kind of thing and they're going to challenge themselves and they're going to make themselves better. And that's beautiful. That's a really beautiful thing. Because I know those people will be able to accomplish more in whatever they set out to. But now, in addition to all these psychological benefits that I knew, where I knew a person's will is going to be stronger, right? If you do tough things all the time, if you force yourself to work out when you don't want to work out, if you force yourself uh, to get in a cold plunge when it's a really cold day and you don't want to get in, you force yourself to stay in there, even though your brain's telling you to get out, right? When you force yourself to stretch or do more strength training, you forego that, uh, you know, that tasty treat that you wanted because you want to give yourself some, you uh, are going to eat something that's a little better for you. Well, I know, I've always known that making those right choices makes a stronger mindset. And that way, when life does throw you things that you weren't expecting, you're better prepared for them. You're able to handle those involuntary challenges much easier because you've taken on so many voluntary challenges in your life. On the other end of the spectrum, however, now I know that there's a psycho, excuse me, a physiological benefit, not just <clears throat> a psychological benefit or a will benefit, but an actual physical benefit. Because, again, the correlation that's made between this part of the brain and uh, what they're finding is it's larger in people who live longer. So not only then, again, I'm, I'm taking a bit of a leap here, but I'm going to go based off of what Dr. Huberman said. So basically, by exercising this part of your brain, by doing voluntary things to change, to, to challenge yourself, it will not only grow this part of the brain, but again, the correlation that they're seeing, and again, correlation doesn't always equal causation, is that people with larger anterior cingulate cortexes, they live longer. So by challenging yourself, we can make the leap, and again, it is still a bit of a leap, hasn't been totally proven by science, so bear that in mind. But again, we're seeing this correlation where you're almost doing something that's gonna help you live longer just by challenging yourself. Now, the interesting thing is so many of these challenging things that I mentioned, proper nutrition, foregoing, you know, things that aren't so good for you to eat because you want to eat something healthier, exercise, you know, cold plunge, sauna, blah, 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 all these things. They're all things that are going to make your body healthier anyway. Isn't it kind of funny how taking on voluntary challenges like that, not only are they making your body healthier, I can't think of many other voluntary challenges that you'll take on that don't have a physiological benefit I mean, I suppose, you know, like, um, 
skydiving or something like that. But, you know, I, I think that list is much shorter than the list of things that you would do that would be a challenge for you that will make you better. So by choosing to do that, not only are you making your will stronger and building your will to live, but I think you're also, again, based on what Dr. Huberman said, it seems like the correlation here is you're growing that anterior cingulate cortex. And again, they're finding that that's larger in people who live longer. So it's almost like by challenging yourself, the correlation, not causation necessarily, but the correlation is you're choosing to live longer. Interesting idea, an interesting thought process for sure. And more of a reason for you to take this week and challenge yourself that much more. Do things which are that much more of a challenge. So look into this. I'll make sure I share this clip on my social media so you guys can see it. I'll, I'll make sure I, I do so after uh, this episode drops so that way you guys can hear it directly from, doc, from Dr. Huberman. Um, but nonetheless, that is all I have for you guys this week. Um, as always, you can reach me via email, senseileonelli at gmail.com. Find me on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at sensei underscore Leonelli. On Facebook, I'm sensei James Leonelli. You can find my school online at tsksmithtown.com. On Facebook, we're at facebook.com slash tigershulmansmithtown. On Twitter and Instagram, we are at tsmma underscore smithtown. You can find, <clears throat> excuse me, the podcast on Instagram at Sensei's Weekly Mindset. Find out more about the Tiger Shulman's organization as a whole at tsk.com. You can find all the information that you could ever want about our sponsors. You can find every way to contact me, every place I'm online, uh, myself or Flex Fights at my link tree, linktr.ee slash Sensei Leonelli. Make sure that you guys leave a rate and a review. It just helps. Subscribe. Get your new episodes every Wednesday so you don't miss a one. But the most important thing you can do for me, guys, share the podcast. The more often that you share the po podcast, the more you help it grow. It is the only form of advertising that I have, and I very much appreciate it when I see it. Um, sponsorship opportunity is still available. If you're interested, reach out to me in any of the methods that I gave you earlier. Other than that, my friends, until next time, invest in yourselves. I'll see you guys on the mat.